Should online learning be a high school graduation requirement? Welcome to Master's Adventures in Online Education. I'm your host, Jackie Fernandez. Five states have already passed legislation requiring an online learning course as part of their high school graduation requirements and other states are considering the mandate. In this week's episode, we will discuss some arguments supporting this mandate, as well as some concerns. Most students entering high school today have spent their childhoods as digital natives. They have had access to technology for their entire lives, and they spend time each day on their tablets and smartphones, surfing the web, on social media, and communicating via messaging. As schools look to prepare these students for the demands of the 21st century workplace and college, several states have started to require online learning as a requirement to high school graduation. Supporters of the mandate cite the following reasons. As the number of students studying online grows, high school students continuing on to college will most likely take at least one college course online, High school students who take online courses gain experience in navigating the online learning environment, including how to work with a learning management system. They also develop skills in self-motivation and in self-regulated learning, which help with college readiness. In preparation to enter an increasingly digital workforce, high school students benefit from learning how to use and apply applications such as word processors, spreadsheets, and the internet. In addition, they may be asked to work remotely and communicate orally and in writing with clients and coworkers via the use of communication tools. The opportunity to engage in online learning will also allow these students to improve their research skills and their organizational skills. High achieving students who are ready for more advanced coursework can take online college courses while still in school, in high school. Schools are able to provide a wider variety of courses to their students, including college-level courses and credit recovery courses. Critics of the mandate cite the following concerns. There is still concern about the effectiveness of online learning, since no national study comparing students taking online courses with traditional students exists. The digital divide is also a real concern. Low-income and minority students still lag behind in home and school access to technology resources. They may not be able to afford to purchase laptops or tablets. In rural parts of the country, students may not have access to reliable high-speed internet or to cell service. Another concern is that online learning is not suitable for all students, particularly students who are underprepared and who would benefit from having the classroom support of a teacher. Not all students have developed the self-motivation and self-reliance that is needed in order to succeed in an online environment. With the increased demand in online courses, states have to be sure 
that they have enough quality virtual education providers in the state to meet student demand. Not all states are equally posed for this demand, and school districts could find themselves in the position of having to put together online classes quickly with limited resources or of having to use less reputable, lower-cost virtual school providers. Some stakeholders feel that the push for this online requirement is being driven by the for-profit virtual schools as they hope to compete with the programs offered by the state. In 2006, Michigan was the first state to require an online course as part of high school graduation requirements, citing the college and career readiness reasons we discussed as motivation. Twelve years later, the Michigan Virtual Learning Institute compiled a report called Michigan's K-12 Virtual Learning Effectiveness Report 2016-2017, which showcases some mixed results. The report compiled data from over 100,000 students who took online courses in 2016-2017. These students comprised approximately 7% of the entire K-12 population in the state. The report showed that the overall pass rates for the virtual courses was 55%, as opposed to the pass rate for the non-virtual courses, which was 78%. In addition, one quarter of the virtual learners did not pass any of their virtual courses. Students in poverty made up the majority of the virtual learners with 54%, but they had a lower pass rate, 48% versus 66%, indicating that the student's socioeconomic background is an important factor in determining success. Whether states decide to add an online learning graduation requirement or not, it is clear that online learning has the potential to provide some excellent benefits to students. However, more research is needed to ensure that students are being offered the best conditions for effective online learning. This has been Jackie Fernandez. Thank you for joining me in Master's Adventures in Online Education. Good night.